It's your boy, Jimmy Jernigan, and this is the Daily Dose of Wood Podcast. It doesn't get meaner than the legendary Jimmy Jernigan. Let's get it. I am joined today by a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Mr. Nick Capanelli. How's it going, everybody? He's here. He's a little nervous, but he's excited. I'm, I'm definitely excited. I've never been part of an experience like this before. I feel like I'm sitting across from Joe Rogan, except your, your eyes are freaking me out a little bit. They do call me the Joe Rogan one eye of Long Island, because <laughs> I do only have one eye. <laughs> I mean, you have two eyes. It's one that works. One functional eye. Glad that I was able to keep both my eyes throughout my long 23 years of life. You know, a couple fights here and there. My first fight ever was a great opponent. You know, he really gave me a run for my money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my first fight ever was against the same fight that JJ had, and I was kicked in the face. It was the same, uh, same people, different story. So, yeah, if you're not picking up on this, me and Nick were each other's first fights, our yeah. first contenders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was my first contender. He was weighing in a little heavier than me, a little more agile. He, he, definitely, he definitely took me out at I think I had I think I had you up top. And yeah, then, you did. You're definitely better with your hands. I'm more of a wrestler guy. <laughs> wrestler, you tossed me. I went for a spin. Not very good on my on my feet, but I've I've gotten better. But I'm more of if we're gonna fight, I'm gonna take you to the ground and yeah. take control of you, and then beat the shit out of you on the ground. Kick you in the face. I, I but ever that. since then, we've been best friends. Best friends ever since. And our relationship has only gotten stronger. So I'm glad. You're joining me here today on the Daily Dose Wood podcast, and we'll get into some good topics. Here we go. Class clown himself. Here we go. He's in the building. Well, the funniest guy that... Voted on by the people. Voted on by the people. I mean, there were some people that were a little bit sour about the rankings, but hey, I mean, you can't you can't fault me for just being funnier than the Most next Most athletic, guy. too, right? Well, no, I didn't I didn't win that. I, I was up there, you know, but I tore my ACL. Yes. I tore... Do you want to tell them about that, how you tore your ACL? I want to get into the story about South Carolina maybe two years ago when you actually <laughs> sprained your knee. I want to tell the people about that. Yeah, so um, we're uh, we're all hanging out. We're drinking. All right. Yeah, partying. a little. Yeah, you know, we're partying. We're hanging out. We're feeling nice. And we go to club. I think it's called Cotton Gin. Cotton, Cotton Gin, yeah. So we go to Cotton Gin, and their buddy, Nick Wood, was DJing. Where I'm hammered now. And they're getting me, like, everybody there, is, they're so nice. Everybody's buying you drinks. Like, oh, Frankie, Max's friends, here, take a drink, take a drink, take a shot. Firing so, you up. Firing me up, dude. I'm blackout drunk. And then we, their friend is DJing, and he's on an elevated surface. It's a weird, you know, scenario that they have the DJ booth in. Like, you have to climb a mini ladder to yeah. get up into like a elevated platform that's surrounded and looks out into a large crowd, but you have to go in like, it's like you're going into a, like a military, right? Yeah. like it's a small space. Like, like you're in a tank. Like, yes. you're, like you're sitting there in a tank with like, and a you're turret. going up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. And it's a hole cut in, in the deck. Like it wasn't, there isn't supposed to be people up there. So you, you go through this cut hole. Like it literally looks like somebody just chopped it out with a knife. And then you go through there with a ladder. And I'm up there for like, I don't even know, I was blackout drunk. So I had to be up there for like 30 minutes. And I like look at my drink. And I'm like, this is empty. I have to go get a drink. And I forget that I'm six feet high in the air. So I just go to walk off the DJ booth. And I walk right into the hole. And I drop down and smash right onto my right knee. Probably six feet drop, I'd Easily, estimate. Yeah. 
So, but my left leg is still on the DJ. Oh. So, like, I'm st- like half my body is still up top. And then my right knee is just, and I'm so drunk. I don't like, I like felt it. It hurt. And I like kind of like closed my eyes and I was like, please, God, like, I, I couldn't have just broke my leg. That's what I thought. And I looked and I like moved my leg a little bit. And I'm good. And the bouncer comes over and he goes, oh, shit. Cause I didn't realize at the time my knee is dislocated to the right. Like it oh. my legs straight up and my, I don't Gruesome. Yeah, it's, it's just gross. It's pointing, it looks like it's pointing to the right. Opposite direction. Yeah, so the DJ, so I don't realize that. I stand up and when I stood up, I popped my knee back into place. And then, and then I'm just, and I'm good to go now. I took a couple of shots. I'm limping a little bit. And then I'm just fu- like, I'm, you don't know. Yeah, I'm fine. So then we get back and then we start like drinking a little bit more and I fall asleep and I wake up at like six in the morning to go take a piss. I'm sleeping on a, the hardwood floor, no blanket, no pillow, nothing. And then I stand up and I go to stand up and it's like, there's a knife inside of my leg and I drop to the floor next to one of our friends, O'Day, shout out MMA O'Day. MMA O'Day. So I'm like, John, get up. And he's like, you idiot. You fucking destroyed your knee last night. Like, so he like helps me go to the bathroom. He holds it from, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he, so he helps me go to the bathroom. And turn, that was the first night we're in South Carolina too. So I had to be in South Carolina drinking with, a, wouldn't I later found out with a torn meniscus and a dislocated knee. So I tore my MPFL, my meniscus. Didn't you go to like CVS and get like an, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a one, of the, one of those uh, braces, like those uh, yeah. leather bracelets or something that goes over your knee. Yeah. There was like a little padding. The, the woman that was advertising <laughs> it, like on the box was an old lady with short hair. You know, like this, this wasn't meant for people with that are 20, one year old at the time <laughs> with a bum knee, you know, it's for like old people that need a little leverage getting up, walking around, but it, it helped. And then so did the alcohol. Yeah. The alcohol could really give you the, the level of intensity or like the blockage of the pain right. that you need. Cause when I did a backflip and broke my leg, <laughs> most know as I was playing lacrosse, quote unquote, yeah. but I didn't feel it at first. And I'm like, Oh, all right. I tried to get up, walk it off. I was like, there's something definitely <laughs> wrong. But you don't feel it, right? No. You know, like, you know there's something up, but you're like, I'll deal with this tomorrow. Yeah, it's but, one of those. I don't know, went to the hospital. I'm like, all right, it's probably a sprained ankle, like broken ankle, because I've sprained my ankle dozens of times. So yeah. I'm like, sprained, little sprained ankle. They're like, sprained yeah, ankle. you snapped your leg in half. You'll probably need surgery. <laughs> You'll never walk again. <laughs> little sprain, little and sprain. With a sprained ankle, do you, like, once you sprain it once, right, you're bound to sprain it, like, yeah, I got multiple times? bad ankles, too. People have bad ankles, and they're just very easily, like, they, they roll over. Even when I'm just walking, just normal, like, <laughs> you just bam. I, I did that in Keene. I was, like, in Keene, I was going out, and I, I hit a pothole oh, okay. in, like, the grass area. And I rolled my ankle, and I'm like, ah, oh, it hurts so <laughs> bad. Sucks. But I, I, like, walked it off. The next day, I got up to go to the bathroom. I couldn't even walk. Like, you know, when you just get up and yeah. you forget, like, yeah, how yeah. you probably did. You just get up, and you forget, and then you're like, fuck. Hopefully we don't have any of those this weekend. Big 4th of July weekend. You don't want to be hurt no. on one of the biggest weekends America's of the year. birthday. I mean, I, I would hope that with everything we're going through right now, 2020 has not been on our side. No, it hasn't. I'm hoping this is turning. Finally, maybe a little light at the end of the tunnel. America's birthday. I mean, we got to sit at the tables with the masks on and whatever. But at least, you know, we'll be with our boys drinking. Maybe they'll be a little bit lenient. And... My opinion, I mean, there's 500 people in the bar. How how controlled could you possibly have? Yeah. It, you know, 
I was reading something on social media, Independence Day, right? We're celebrating our independence and our freedom. Right. If we have the freedom and everything else that this country grants us that no other place in the world gets to, we should have the freedom to do what the fuck we want. Yeah, I agree. At this point, I feel like- Can't control people. That's that's communism and dictatorship. Yeah. Some people listen to this and be like, you guys are fucking idiots. I mean, you have- There's two sides to every story and there's, there's- two truths to every story too do people think they're gonna live the rest of their lives like this i would rather die or be in jeopardy of dying than live my life how we're living now just so cautiously and so non-social like there's no point of living if you can't be social i gotta wear a mask every time i walk into 7-eleven to get some water I have to put a mask on or I get scolded by a bunch of people. I walk in and they look at me like I'm walking walking in with my dick out. Like if I think I would get more looks walking into a store with no mask than if I walked into the store with my dick out. Honestly. And if you had Corona, so it's... Yeah, I had Corona. I don't think they've come out yet and said that you could get Corona again, but I don't think they've had anyone who's got Corona twice. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the flu is the only virus that we know of that's mutated into different strains. So like coronavirus, there's multiple strains, but there's never been a strain that's mutated into another like strains that you can get again. Sure. So I don't know. And I honestly, it sounds a little conceited, but I feel better. Like I feel like I'm better than anybody that hasn't had, you know, like I feel like I'm more superior, but we're not, we're not medical. We are doctors. I am a doctor of the daily dose patients, but I'm not a medical profession under law. I do want to bring it back. Now we're on the 4th of July topic. We'll shy away from coronavirus because that just gets the people down. I want to take it back a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago, right before or right after July 4th, Ryan Albergo, our good friend, our Marine friend, his little sister had her sweet 16 in their backyard. A lot of babes. Yeah, a lot of babes. I wasn't checking them out. I was checking well, out his mom. Yeah, no, his, his mom was looking good. His mom was looking She's good. She's a beautiful woman. Phil was looking good, too. He's doing some. They're very good looking. He was doing family. some of this up in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell that story on there. No, right. no, I can't tell it. No, but I was going for, I remember there was this like weird guy at the party, like standing in the corner, like looking around. And then I saw him go out on the street. So I followed him out and he had like fucking $5,000 worth of fireworks. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I asked Ryan, I'm like, yo, who is that guy? Like your uncle? And he's like, oh no, it's like. My dad met this guy through work or something, and he said he had he was like a loner and he had like five thousand dollars worth of fireworks. He has nowhere to set them off though, Yo. so he said he could come here and set them off. And I'm like, hmm, that's serial killer. That's vibes. a little sketchy. <laughs> a and he's like, all right, you were there, right? You were. At- I was there. I don't okay. remember some strange man. So in the they started doing the fireworks, right? And they're going off. And this guy has like no safety. I'm I'm a big safety guy. You are a safety. But guy. he had, like there was no safety. There was like little kids riding their scooters, and he's just lighting them off <laughs> right next to the backyard where everyone is. Like oh, no, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So he's just lighting them off. Everyone's like, "Oh, standing from the backyard, like so pretty. They're right here. Holy shit, yeah, they're right in our like face." So close. I feel like I could. This touch fucking them. idiot. He sets a big one off. The thing tips over and <laughs> blows up in the whole fucking Sweet 16 backyard party. And the fireworks are going off in the backyard. I'm not talking like sparklers or snappers. I'm talking about a fucking firework that like gets shot out of a fucking cannon. Like one of those holsters that holds like those big ass things. Right. And this thing fucking blew up in the backyard. Yeah. 
those are the reasons firework are probably illegal now because, because that guy this loner guy has been setting things off with no safety precaution and they were they were going through the tents everyone's like ah! it was burning holes through the tents that's how i literally i remember looking i don't remember the creepy guy that's probably why but i remember looking up and i was like i feel like i could grab one of these fireworks like it's like right in front of my face little did i know they were right in front of my face this guy was aiming them towards people <laughs> it was fun. crazy i couldn't believe I mean, if someone ever came to me and was like, yo, I got a buddy from work. He's a little weird, but he has $5,000 worth of fireworks. He'd come set them off at your house so the cops could come to your fucking party. There's just crazy people out there. I know CVS just got hit for a lick. Did they? Did you hear about that? No. The CVS right here on Montauk Highway. They got hit for like $200,000 worth of drugs. No way. They think it was an inside job or something because... An inside job? They just, like, restocked on all their drugs, and drugs are obviously not cheap, and they're very rare and, like, hard to get your hands on if right. it's not medically prescribed to you by a doctor. Yeah. And someone went in there. They was, I think there was, like, three of them. They tied up the clerk. It, it was, like, three or four in the morning. No way. Tied up, like, the two people that were working, cleaned out the whole drug department, and, and dipped. I don't know if they have any Why suspects they yet. Why an inside job? Because I guess they don't refill or get stocked up. They knew that the day, or they assumed that they knew that the drugs were getting restocked the day before, and that is when they would have the chance to get the most drugs and, like, the most out of the robbery. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. I so, don't get how people could still pull off robberies with all the technology and cameras. and. Yo, there's a camera everywhere you walk. You can't even blow a red light anymore no. without getting caught. Like, it's crazy. This gas station up the block got hit a couple months ago, and, like, an undercover cop was sitting, like, in his car out front, comes up to me. He's like, is this your house? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. I'm thinking back to all the bad things I did recently. I'm starting to think in my head. I'm like, fuck, do I run? What the fuck's going on? Imagine you ran. This guy was like, all right, I wasn't here for you, but now I'm here. And he's like, do you have, that's your ring doorbell too, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, the gas station of the block got robbed. Do you mind if I come in and check out your ring? And I see you got cameras on your house too. Do you mind if I just check your cameras and check your ring? I was like, yeah, you come in. And he came in and he like sat down with my dad and they went through like the cameras and Looked for license plates. I don't know if they ever got the guy. I feel like a lot more people get away with it than you'd think. I mean, if they had like a 100% conviction rate of that, then like nobody would be robbing places. Some of these gas station dudes are wild. They got <laughs> shotguns right under their desk. Like you go in there, like, give me a pack of Orbit or whatever you're trying to steal. I don't know. And then they just pull their shotgun out. Hey, <laughs> motherfucker, get that to my store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I will fucking kill you, you know, like. And he's running after you. And it's kind of dangerous place to be firing, like, aimlessly. At, at, you're at a gas station. For sure. Shooting holes through these things that are highly flat. You can't even smoke a cigarette. 100%. Them, you know? So, like, imagine shooting one of those things. I It could have been a movie. But no, I, I see down I was, south, the big. Oh, yeah. They're big down south on that. Yeah, they're, everybody's got a gun. I don't there. know if they're packing heat up here in New York, but they're big down south on that. Dude, they're giving kids, like, for their 12th birthday, they're getting a, they're getting a pistol. Go have fun at Here's school. Here's a pistol, Johnny. Go have fun at school. I was like, thanks, Dad. All right, edit that part out. <laughs> That's a little intense. We just had July 1st pass, or yesterday. Today's July, July 2nd. This will probably drop July 3rd tomorrow. I'm not sure when you're going to listen to it, but July 1st is Bobby Bonilla Day. I'm not sure if I said yeah, his last yeah. name right. Bon- Could you fucking imagine? Dude, the mil- what is he I think it's 1.2. 
two or one point three for I think it was like thirty years. He gets he gets paid until twenty thirty five. That's absurd. That has to be like the nice. That guy doesn't have to do shit for what I don't under, was he like some great baseball player? I don't understand why were they like yo let's pay this guy just. I, like and also they're in a professional sports team. How did they not have the money at the time? What did they like loan sharks to that guy? Listen, we'll give you thirty million dollars over the course of thirty years. And he was like, "All right." Like, hasn't he already been getting paid too for like twenty years? Yeah, it's or been it's been like 20, 15, 20 years. I the MLB confuses me because they, they sign these big contracts to these guys who they don't know if they're going to be great or not. And then yeah. you have a guy like that who's a bust, and then you can't get out of it. Was he a bust? Is that what happened? Or he just like just fell off, and yeah, they're like, it's obviously if he was worth this money, then it wouldn't be such a big thing every time. He got I think paid. too that they got out of like even paying him more, like they bought him out where they would pay him this much, and they were supposed his contract was supposed to be even more. And they they got out of it by saying I'll give we'll give you this much for this many amount of years instead of giving it to him all up front. Him and his wife must have the best sex. Like before that day, you know, he probably just lays out all the money and they just have sex. Are you a are you a music guy during sex? Uh, I've never had sex to music. You know, I feel like. I'd start trying to like go to the rhythm, you know. Say my name, say my name, you know. Like, and then you're like, well, if I had sex, it would be to Beyonce. I had one girl one time. She's like, hold on, put on this song. She put on the song. I can't recall the song off the top of my head. I'll have to think of it. Are you a talker though? When you when you're getting into it, it depends. Yeah, I'm, I'm a grunt. I love it, baby. <laughs> Give it to me, dude. Jesus, you sound like Joe from Family Guy. <laughs> no, I don't. I definitely don't make noises. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's the occasional like, whoop, like you know, like when you you're like, whoop, I don't know. You ever hoop during sex? Nope. Nope. I never hoop. All right. <laughs> I never hooped. Let's on. get into our first and elevens. What the fuck is we doing? Oh, it is. All right, your boy's going to give you the first and 11, maybe one of the high school summers, tying in the whole Nick Albergo, our whole committee friend group. It was probably the summer of, I'm going to go out of limb and say, 2015, and we were out on Chad's boat. We usually always go out on Chad's boat, and it was we're going for a night, a night cruise. Me and Albergo were sitting on the back, and all of them were up front. I'm like, Albergo, how funny would it be if you like just jumped in and then I played off like that you're missing. He's like, bro, that's the best idea <laughs> ever. If you know Albergo, you know he's into stupid shit like yeah, this. Everybody's got the one friend that like you say, imagine you did this. He's the friend that would be like, okay, I'm going to actually do Exactly. It. So we we start planning out. He starts getting undressed, taking off all his clothes. I take his clothes. I put them in like the bathroom cabinet. And Chad's driving the boat and they're all up in the front. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go up into the front and be like, yo, guys, let's take a picture. And while I do that, you, like, get into the water. So he gets into the water. I go as up to the... As Chad's driving the boat? Yeah. Oh, that's fucking sketchy. And we, he gets... In, no, no, Chad was actually parked. He was parked or, like, just about to park. Like, we were getting ready to just stop. Okay. And then wait, like, 30 seconds. I'm like, guys, where the fuck's Albert go? And they're like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, that's a shitty joke. And then they're like, they start looking around. They look in the bathroom where they thought he would be, and he's not there. And like, holy shit, like, where the fuck is he? Bro, I think he fell off. Like, when we were all in the front, like, I think he just passed out and fell off. They all are freaking out, like, going crazy. Chad starts freaking out. He's, he's looking over the boat. He's looking over the front of the bow. 
He's looking everywhere, and they start getting like really nervous. There's only screaming. so many places you could be on a boat. Yeah. You know, it's not like you could just disappear. He starts screaming. Chad's ready to call nine one one, and I'm like, "Oh my god, look over there!" And Alberto's just floating head down. <laughs> and like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! He's dead! He's dead!" And then I think Chad jumped in to like save him, and he picked his head up. He's like, "Ah!" <laughs> Typical Alberto. But I did, I did make that joke. Alberto pulled it off, and then they they pulled. Pulled it off on the girls eventually, and I never knew that you it was your idea. Yeah, that was my idea. From I the thought jump. you just did. I knew that you were part of it. That like you were, it was you like like everybody. Let's go to the front of the boat, and then he like like held on or whatever the hell. He <laughs> did. And then uh, I didn't know it was your idea though. See, that's probably one of the best pranks in the. It's a good good prank. We're gonna have to. We should make a content video on that prank. And do it to Mr. Fleischer or something. Oh, my God. We should have Because he would actually freak out. Or... He'd start, dude, anybody would freak out because you'd be like, at first, you're like, all right, you guys are being idiots. And then you, like, check the front, you check the back, and then you're like, where the fuck is he? And then you, like, if you, even if you look over, because he wasn't, like, hanging onto the boat, right? Like, no, he was in the water. Yeah, it was dark out, so he was, like, and wasn't not it, far away. He was probably, like, 10 feet from the boat. Wasn't it pretty cold? No, this was, like, this was midsummer, probably. Oh, okay. But still, that's scary. Dude, he could have got whacked by a boat. But it went good. So that's a good content video that we're probably going to have to make one day. But I want to hear your first, first and 11 story. You're on the spot. Let's hear it. All right. When I was younger, like, first year out of high school, like, I was, I was hanging out with some of my boys, and a couple of my friends, I'm not going to use their names. Okay, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, X, Y, and Z, they used to go to Target. And Target had very low securities, as we thought. So they'd go to Target, and they would just fill up a cart with anything they want. They'd put beer on the bottom. We were only 19, and then they would walk out. Like, nothing, like nothing methodical. They didn't plan this out. I guess they did it once by accident, and they're like, holy shit, like, did we just take this? And then they were like, how, all right, nothing went off. So they went back and they tried it with a little bit more stuff. And they're telling me this. And I'm like, this sounds great. <laughs> so, Free stuff? Sure. Yeah, yeah. so they've, they've hit up Target now. This same Target five or six times. I go in with one of the, a taller friend and he, uh, he walks in. And I guess as soon as we walk in, they had their eyes locked. Those are the kids. Yeah, they had, they had a stakeout. You know, they were sitting there like eating stuff. They're like, ready. For yeah, they were ready for weeks. So this is now the seventh time. And I go in and I'm grabbing everything. I grab a trench coat. I grab like two <laughs> heated blankets. And the heated blankets were like $250 a piece. So I grabbed two of them because I was like, what if one breaks? I was like, it's free. I just put it in Five finger discount. Yeah, exactly. So I put, uh, I grabbed like two cases of beer. I grabbed a robe and slippers, like matching pair. It was nice. I was very excited about this. And I grabbed the top hat because one of my favorite shows is um, The Blacklist, Raymond Reddington. He's a concierge of crime. So that's what I felt like. So I'm, this is like a whole heist. And then I'm like, and I look at my friend and I'm like, and I look at why. And then I say, why? So what do we do now? And he said, we just walk out. I said, really, that easy? He goes, that easy. All right, all right, let's do it. So we walk out the first door. So Target's got two doors, the first set leaving the store, and then the second set of doors to go outside. So we go out. As soon as we leave the first set of doors, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm like home free. There's another two feet. I'm out of here. I get grabbed. I get jacked up by this big Spanish dude. He jacks me up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he's not wearing anything. He doesn't wear. He's not he's wearing undercover. security. Yeah, he's not wearing security or anything. He walks in. Like, at first, he bumps into me. And I was like, what the fuck? And I said something to him, and he grabs me. I said, get the fuck off me. I didn't know who he was. I thought he was just a random dude. And he goes, you're shoplifting. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So I walk with him. Bro, my heart is beating out of my chest now. It's a Capinelli curse. But anything we do, we get caught. So, so now I'm in 
the security office and they're like, what's, uh, we, we know it wasn't you stealing. Uh, they took advantage of you. And I was like, I mean, yeah, they yeah. Did. Like, sure. And, and they're like, what's their names? I was like, oh, I don't know. They just, at, they found me outside and they told me they'd give me 20 bucks if I like, if I did this for him or whatever I said. And then they were like, yo, I know the, that's, that's gotta be your friend. Like, there's no way like anybody could be that stupid that they would just do that for somebody. I was like, no, I'm that stupid. And then this kid that I knew that lived down the block from me. Now he comes in, he worked at Target. He goes, Nick, what the hell are you doing? And he points at the camera and he goes, oh, that's, he goes, I don't know his name. He goes, they're definitely friends. I said, oh my God. I was like, listen, I'm not telling you his name. And then uh, I call my dad and then I said, am I going to get arrested? And they're like, well, if you steal anything over a hundred dollars, we have to call the cops. And if it's anything over 300, they're probably going to take you in. I had like $600 worth of stuff. Well up. over. Well over. Yeah. Like the heated blankets were 500, you know? So I, I was close to probably almost a thousand dollars. And then uh, I call my dad. My dad's Italian dude. Come on, buddy. What the fuck are you thinking? Try to steal from Target? You know, of all places, too. It's not like a cool place to steal from. So he's like, what the fuck did you steal? I'm like, oh, I was trying to, like, a co- like I start reading off the receipt. You know, they gave me the receipt. And I'm like, um, a coat? You a coat? What are you, cold? You want a coat? <laughs> you know, he's like, he's That's like, I'll great. give you a coat. So then eventually now the cops come and my dad's like talking. He's like, he's a good kid. He's a fucking idiot. Just come on, like whatever. And then the kid, Tyler, he's like, he is a good kid. Like, trust me, he's a good kid. So the security guard comes up to me. He goes, all right, stand up. Takes a picture of me. He goes, look at this picture. It's fucking posted right to the wall. He goes, if you ever come back here. He's like, I will call the cops for trespassing. He's like, that's a felony. Get out right now. We're not going to charge you with anything. And so I left, went to a party. I got hammered that night with the same kids I was shot. They left, too, fucking dicks, you know? Like, they were like, as soon as I got jacked, I don't know what they would have done for me, but I was pissed. I'm not one of these kids, by the way. I just need to point that out there. This is a separate group of friends that Nick used to hang out with <laughs> yeah. when he was a little... Yeah, was, a little naughty boy. I was a naughty boy. Well, that was a great first and 11 story. <laughs> Looks like we're going to have to wrap it up here, but definitely line yourself up for potential reoccurring special guest. I would love that. This was uh, this was probably one of the best times I've had in a while. I feel very professional up here. And we'll have stories for you post-4th of July if you're listening to this pre-4th of July. We got to do something, something cool so we have a story. This was more on the serious end of this talk, but for now, it's your boy J-Dose, a.k.a. Jimmy Jernigan. And Nikki Caps. Thanks again. We'll see you soon. You got that strong Denver defense behind you, with you, working alongside of you. You guys got any celebrations in the works? or? Man, I always try to get the guys to do this because I thought it'd be funny. I said, what if we did like a prom picture? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be careful. You gotta, everyone else kind of just like, uh, like playing around holding each other. I just think it'd be, you know, real funny, uh, interesting little uh You gotta make that happen. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wanted to do it. It's crazy. I was just like, yeah, let's just, you know, let's just do it, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> and it was just, you know, just think about it. You get, you get a sack, you make it a play, and next thing you know, you're taking prom pictures. You know, That's perfect. What's your go-to sack move? <laughs>